We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday, it's August 15th, it is 2023. We have 13 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Long weekend. Keith appreciates, you know, being able to switch from an 8-game to a 13-game slate. So um, he was... He was very appreciative to switch days with you. Um, what's <laughs> happening, my friend? I'm good, brother. Nothing much. Glad to come on and uh, and uh, hang out with all the beautiful people that, that come on each time and, and listen to us rant, rave, and, and give some advice and opinions about DFS. So uh, always grateful, man, to, to, to come on and, and talk a little bit. Yeah, man. Uh, always, always fun. And this is a, this is a big slate, a lot to talk about, a lot of pitching, uh, a lot of hitting, a lot of, a lot of options. There's going to be a lot of different ways to build on the slate. And, you know, those are always the slates that I really enjoy um, breaking down and playing uh, fantasy for. So uh, should be, should be a good one. A lot to talk about. I am, 
I'm sweating over here, Will. I need I need my boy Rodriguez to get through 15 and a half outs. Um, it'd be a really good night if that happens. Just on the in the in the Pickham streets, as you like to say, Listen. get a couple get a couple five X's and then um, or ten X's, little five for fives, and then um, on DraftKings, I have a really good Singer Braves Oakland um, Rodriguez team going. So. Uh, kind of double dipping here with Rodriguez, so sweating that out a little bit. We talked about that in depth on the podcast yesterday. Hopefully, you guys check that out. Um, we talked about Grayson Rodriguez for like almost 15 minutes yesterday on the podcast. Well, hopefully, he comes through for you. I had him under fantasy points on underdog, but uh, he can still get 15 outs. I've seen him do it before. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, so or more than 15 outs and still go under. But it doesn't matter if if he goes under at this point. Every I had some pairs with him that are dead. So I'm pulling for you, my man. Uh, right. I hope uh, he gets that. I think he was at 26 pitches in two innings. You can't ask for a better start than that. It's average of 13 pitches an inning. That won't continue. But um, I, I, I hope, I hope, I hope. He gets there for you. Maybe maybe some of the bats that I played in the pickle streets can pick up as well. If they do, I might have a 25X on my hands. So oh, all right. Let's get that 25X. Yeah, Brady Singer, he did his thing. Um, just a fantastic um pitching performance. I think he's still pitching, so I don't want to jinx him, but um has looked just absolutely fantastic against Seattle. So uh Keith and I talked about that in depth yesterday. Gilbert didn't do his thing, he kind of had one of those weird outings. Um, it's gonna happen. Salvador Perez hitting that three-run homer early in that game kind of stunk, and um, nothing you can do about those. So let's move on to uh, Tuesday's slate. Happy Monday night to everybody hanging out with us live on YouTube. What's up, YouTube? Hope you're having a fantastic Monday night. Looks like uh, a lot of people talking in chat about some good teams they got going. Singer and, and Kelly, St. Louis stack at like 140. We need glass now. Seven strikeouts to cash a parlay. And, uh, yeah, so love seeing everyone, you know, with a little sweat here. And let's break down and have some fun on this massive, massive Tuesday slate. We get started with my Sox and the Nationals' Pavetta against Gray. Nine total in this game. The Red Sox are 165 favorites. Any interest in Nick Pavetta going into Washington to face the Nationals? Oh, no. Mm-mm. It's crazy, man. I just, I just have not been playing pitchers against Washington. It's, it's, it's a, it's a broken record, Stevie. They don't score a lot of runs, but they don't strike out. It's just, it's just not enough upside. Yeah, I think they have the second lowest strikeout rate in baseball against right-handed pitching, and they also rank like twenty-eighth in WRC plus. So they're just a pesky, pesky offense. Um, I am on the fence on on Pavetta. There's a couple guys in this range for what it's worth that I like, and Pavetta is one of them. Where I don't love him, but I like him, and it's just one of those things where I really want to kind of see how ownership opens up in general. Um, but he's he's in the conversation for me as like a cheaper, you know, SP two type of play. Um, there's a couple other guys that we're going to talk about in this range that are kind of on the same level for me, and then we have some top end guys that I really like today. So. I am okay, and I wouldn't talk you off of Pavetta. I will say that like Pavetta is a guy that struggles with fly balls and home runs. There's not a lot of power in this lineup. He's going to capitalize on facing this lineup, so um, that's why I have some interest in Pavetta because he's a he's an above average strikeout pitcher. He just gives he up home runs. So yeah, I mean Josiah Gray on the other side of this game, he is not one of the the cheaper mid tier options that I have interested in on this slate. Nope. 
Like Pavetta, I feel like I had to explain myself out of it. Gray is a hard no here. We're not playing Josiah Gray in this spot. 13 games late. We got to chase some upside. Um, got to chase some upside. So I feel like I just, I feel like I just jinxed Singer, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's out. He has now been pulled. Well, yeah, he just gave up three earned runs, too. So. Um, oh, he's still he's still gonna have a really good fantasy day it just it was it was looking a lot prettier there for a second but anyway yeah. it happens that's baseball um he he obviously had his earbud and he was listening to me talk about him he's like i gotta i gotta, I gotta, man, gotta Stevie screw James up me. now yeah Stevie <laughs> James me. um yeah i mean josiah gray we gotta chase some ceiling here facing the red Sox. they're a low strikeout team um good offense overall this is not a spot i want to play of Josiah Gray. So let's move on to the hitters. Uh, any interest here in the Boston side of this game? Yeah, man. Just we're stacking Boston today. Yoshida, Duran, Devolver, Dugo, Devers. Just we're we're putting them together. We're rolling. Um, I just I feel like this is a spot where they can score some runs. Even in Washington, Stevie, this should be a spot where they can uh, string together some runs. Like I don't even think they have to hit a bunch of home runs here, but like. They can pull off singles and doubles in this spot, and all of a sudden they've scored eight. Like, I, I, and that, that's what this game feels like. Maybe one or two home runs, but I think this is one of those rally games where they just string hits together. Hits, walks, hits, walks, a run comes in, walk a guy, another hit, you know. Um, and, and all of these guys are playing righties and lefties. I'm not, I'm not fading anyone. You know, I talk about it all the time. I'm like um... – when you're looking at like pitchers home road splits, it's not like my favorite, like end all, unless it's like a huge ballpark, um, like downgrade or upgrade. And like Washington, you know, it's not, it's kind of like in the middle of the road when it comes to pitchers ballparks, but man, he has been awful at home this season. Just, just awful. Um, so his XERA is almost two points higher at home than it is on the road. So um, he needs to buy a new bed or something. It's not working out for him. Um, yeah, so I think that overall, I'm with you. I have definitely interested in the Boston side of this game. Um, Washington, I don't think I play Washington. I will say, like, if Abrams is out, I think it just helps, um, my Pavetta cause because, like, Pavetta does give up some stolen bases. Abrams is a guy, uh, that will run. I think he's at like 28 or 29 stolen bases on the year. If Abrams plays, definitely interested. He has power. He can steal bases in this spot. Um, so he would he would be probably the guy that I'd be targeting the most for Washington here. But, I mean, you're targeting home runs. There's just not a lot of power in this lineup. Yeah, absolutely. Um, not, not a lot. But um, they're just pesky. And that's really all it is to it, but I don't really want to play any bats. That's just kind of how it is. I don't want to target them, but I don't want to play them. All right, let's move on. We got Philadelphia at Toronto. This game is currently at eight total. The Phillies, a 120 favorite. We got Kikuchi and Wheeler facing off against each other. Zach Wheeler, 11-6 today. Tough matchup against uh, Toronto, and they really didn't entice us with his price tag here. What are your thoughts on Zach Wheeler? I think Zach Wheeler's too expensive. As a result, I'm probably a little bit more interested in the field today. Like Toronto has been a very weird team recently. 
and I know they've they've had a you know a game or two where they've kind of you know run off here. But one of the things about Zach Wheeler is he, he's going to keep the ball on the ground. The question is, does Babbitt fall in his favor today when he gives up a couple hits? Um, I think there's enough strikeout upside uh, for him to be in consideration. There are a couple guys, you know, in this lineup that are that are pretty high tier K guys. At eleven six, I think I'm playing him because he's too expensive, and I'm going to get different in some other spots and and hope that I get the upside game that I'm looking for. So uh, once again, you know, because we got a couple other guys in this upper tier that I'm probably not going to play. Like I don't, I'm not playing Lucas Giolito today for what it's worth at 10-7. Like just, I'm just scratching him off. So I think as a result, I can get to a guy like Wheeler who I feel a lot more comfortable with, uh, with the strikeout upside and and the the ground ball potential. Um, if things fall right for Wheeler, I think he can go seven innings here. Yeah. So I'm kind of expecting Bailey Ober to get some decent ownership today. Yep. Um, yep. When I'm looking at like everybody over 10K, Ober, Gilito, Montgomery, Wheeler, Wheeler's my favorite option today. Yeah, me too. I feel like I, I say this a lot, but Toronto is very right handed heavy, um, just in general. And this guy is an elite pitcher against right handed hitters. He has a 2.6 XFIP, a 0.9 whip. His strikeout rate is 33%, under a home run per nine, um, 1.1 walk per nine, almost 12 Ks per nine against righties. Like, his stats against right-handed hitters are elite. Like he's elite against righties. He's not good. He's elite. Um, listen, I know how good Toronto is and I know how talented this offense is overall, but I'm going to take an elite pitcher against a very right-handed heavy offense. Chapman's banged up right now. We know Bichette's out of the lineup. Like this is a spot. I think Zach Wheeler could excel. Um, and when I'm just looking like, He's capable of 35. Is Bailey Ober capable of 35? I mean, even against Detroit, is he capable of 35? Maybe. I think this is a great spot. Um, I think this is a great spot to play Zach Wheeler today. Uh, any interest in Kikuchi on the other side? Oh, I lost him. He's muted. Got to get that mute button. Here he is. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. My bad, bro. My bad. One, that's my one for the day. So right. we're, we're done now. No more, no more mutes today. I'll take um, the over. 
Yeah, Kikuchi at 9K. I feel like the potential is there. So here's why I'm playing Kikuchi. Like Kikuchi is is large field for me. I'm not I'm not playing him in any single entry, any three entry max. Large field though, Stevie. I'm taking like Philly has had their strikeout struggles. Kikuchi is a guy, and even recently you've seen like he can get you 20 to 25 at 9K. I think he's viable. Um, once again, it's it's you know mass multi entry only. Let's say 20 20 max and up. I'm in on Kikuchi. Yeah, I don't hate that um, call by any means. I think that this is one of those spots um, that you could easily take some shots on him, and I think this is a spot where he might go a little overlooked. Um, it's not the greatest matchup in the world. Philadelphia, pretty mid- middle team against um, left-handed pitching. They're a little bit above average, but they also, I mean, they think they're at like 25% Ks on the season, so the strikeout matchup is um, definitely interesting here. So Kikuchi's been pitching really well recently um, and, and facing some tough teams, so I think he's very much in play for large field tournaments. I like that call. Uh, Philadelphia bats. I know we have some, you know, really strong right-handed hitters in this lineup. Do you have any interest here against Kikuchi? Yeah. So the thing with Kikuchi is he can get erratic at times. I don't mind a couple of these guys like Castellanos. You know, I'm always, um, okay with Castellanos. I mean, his price is still very fair at 4,700. So like I'm, I'm, I'm cool with, with him. Uh, I don't hate like Trey Turner. Hopefully he's at 5,300. Like, Maybe he can get on base and steal a couple. Recently, we've seen his fantasy scoring pick up as well. So um, those couple of guys, JT Real Muto, I know, you know, he's an expensive catcher, but uh, he, he definitely has some, still has some pop left in the bat. So, you know, those are kind of the guys I'll be looking at, but I'm not stacking Philly for what it's worth. Like, I'm, it's, it's more one-offs or two-mans. Yeah, I mean, definitely um, probably just chasing power if I'm playing any Philadelphia here. Toronto, kind of the same. I don't really have a ton of interest in Toronto. They don't have like those big left-handed bats to kind of take advantage of a matchup with Wheeler. So yeah. I am much more interested in Wheeler than I am in the Toronto bats here. Yeah, same here. Um, I I feel comfortable fully fading Toronto today. And I, I think we'll be okay. See, like like you talked about, like Wheeler is elite against righties. Once again, and I like the fact he's mostly going to keep the ball on the ground, not going to give up a lot of power. So uh, I'm in on, on fading Toronto today. Pittsburgh at New York facing the Mets. We got Peterson and Falter facing off against each other. Nine total in this game. The Mets a 135 favorite. Uh, any interest here in Bailey Falter pitching for Pittsburgh? No. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat. I do prefer left-handed pitching against the Mets overall, but, I mean, he's just not a good lefty so far from what we've seen so far. Um <laughs> He has not been a good lefty. We'll just we'll we'll call it that. So uh no real interest for in me in falter. Low strikeouts, doesn't walk guys, but gives up a ton of hard contact and really just doesn't throw the ball by anybody. Yeah. Uh any interest in Peterson at sixty seven hundred against Pittsburgh? No. Just not pitching deep enough in the games. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone would argue that this is a, a decent matchup for Peterson, but not pitching deep into games. He does have some strikeout ability. Um, so if there was an announcement that said, like, hey, he's going to go out and throw 80 pitches in this game, maybe I'm more interested at 6,700. But if there's no announcement and we're just kind of assuming that he gets maybe a 
five to 10 pitch increase here. Um, I, I just, I don't have a ton of interest in Peterson. I, I yeah. do like the matchup. That's what it feels like to me, which is why, you know, um, just basic game. Like, I mean, he's at 52 pitches against Baltimore, 62 against the, against Chicago. Um, I would assume he doesn't go past 80. Like that's kind of where I am mentally. I, I don't think he goes past 80. If he lands at 75 pitches through four, they probably take him out, most likely. Like, and then he doesn't qualify for the win. It's just, it's just too many, it's too many variables. I think for me to trust Peterson, unless we get, I mean, super confirmed that he's going fully stretched in this game. And I don't think that's the case. So I mean, yeah, me as of right now, I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Uh, any interest in the Pittsburgh bats here? Not really. I mean. I don't ever mind one-offs. So, and that, that's kind of how I feel about some of these teams. Like, when you look at Pittsburgh, I don't hate Reynolds. You know, I, I don't hate McCutcheon. McCutcheon's been, been you know, okay this season. Like, you know, but all in all, I'm not I'm not playing this team. I think just one-offing some of these power bats is going to be the only thing I do. They're playing in City Field, so it's not like, you know, they're playing in Coors or, uh, or Great American Small Park or somewhere where, you know, it's really going to pay off. We're not playing in, in Yankee Stadium, so it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, Reynolds, lefty-righty, is a switch hitter, so he doesn't really get affected by, like, who comes in after. Yeah. Um, Connor Joe has been fantastic against left-handed pitching. If he hits leadoff here, he's 3,200. You can play him in the outfield or at first base. Um, so I don't hate that. McCutcheon, 3,800. We know he's really good against lefties. He has been his whole career. Um, Henry Davis in a small sample size has been solid against left-handed pitching. He has a little bit of pop. So it's city field. I'm not stacking. Don't mind one-offs. Um, Mets side. I mean, I love this spot for um, Pete Alonzo. I, I think he is one of the top home run plays on the entire slate. Falter, not a huge strikeout guy. A lot of hard contact. Pete Alonzo is, I mean, he, he's really, really good. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this really, is really good. Big time spot for Pete Alonzo. Um, I, I feel like for me, Steve, I'm almost comparing this to when Orhe Soler gets to face a lefty, like how, how, how it's just he's like the ultimate one off play, and that's that's pretty much how I'm feeling about the polar bear today at 5300. Ultimate one off play. Uh, this this is definitely uh, an elite spot for him. I don't I don't hate Alvarez here as well at 4K. Like it's a it's an okay spot for him too. Um, I, I could throw Lindor in there as kind of a uh, a little three man. Like I don't want to stack the Mets for what it's worth, but I don't hate that three man. All right, yeah, I, I don't hate the three man either. Yankees and Braves. Oh, this Braves, is gonna be man. quick. This is gonna yeah. be quick. This is gonna be fast. Um, this game is a ten and a half total. Might not be high enough. Um, Elder against Severino, Elder and the Braves, a 220 favorite here. Um, I, I can say for certainty I'm not playing Severino. No, no. <laughs> and Stevie, I hope they give us another Severino's been coming in at five to five and a half strikeouts every day. I, I, I can almost assure you today he comes in at four and a half. If he comes in at five and a half today, I'd be shocked, absolutely shocked. It'd be really interesting to see where he comes in at, but um, if he comes in at anything over 15 outs, I'm taking the under. Yeah, uh, he's been coming at 16 and 17 and a half. Why? 
But look, I'll take the money and run. Like I would, I would, I hope he's at seventeen and a half today. But I, I don't think he's going to be. I think he'll be at fifteen and a half flat today. He's got to be. Like no way they put him over fifty. Fifteen and a half. I still take the still absolutely yeah. yes. Um, any interest in Elder at eighty seven hundred? No, I just so for me, Stevie. Elder's been serviceable this season, but he just doesn't have enough upside. In in this spot against the Yankees, like we saw what they were kind of able to do to to Max Freed tonight. Freed pitched fine, but just didn't get the strikeouts. Like he's going to give up hits. I, I, I can't play Bryce Elder here. I can't do it. All right, Will, hear me out. Oh, no. Hear me out. I'm listening. Elder's biggest issue is lefties. You look at his stats, he has a 3% strikeout rate against lefties over the last 30 days. He cannot get left-handed hitters out. Like, if I was a left-handed hitter, I probably could hit off of Bryce Elder. I was a righty. Um, I was a lefty. Looking at the Yankees lineup, with Rizzo can with Rizzo out... Um, I know he's like still uh, he's getting tested on Tuesday like for the concussion stuff so maybe his test comes back positive and he gets activated right away but I still don't know if he's enough. Bowers, I mean we're potentially looking at three max lefties in this lineup. Bryce Elder is expensive. No one is playing this guy today. He is still good against right-handed guys. I for large field tournaments on a 13-game slate with as much as the Yankees strike out, I could see Bryce Elder getting like 25-plus. The question of be- the question being is, is 25 points enough at 8,700 on a 13-game slate? Most of is. the time I would say yes. I think it is. I think it's enough. Yeah. I'm just – I don't know, man. I, I don't feel oh, it, there's about nothing that. The, <laughs> nothing safe. The, the word safe never like this is a spot he could go negative 10 and I wouldn't be shocked. And this is yeah. a spot that I might play elder on one team and stack the Yankees on another team. Um, I'm just saying he still has good stuff against righties. His pitch count is still high when he's pitching. Well, they'll let him go five, six, seven innings. I could see this as one of those spots where he just gets a lot of right-handed hitters. It's obviously a plus if Rizzo's out. Then we're looking at maybe two lefties in this lineup. I just think the spot overall is super interesting today. And you attack the Yankees with strikeout guys. Bryce Elder still has strikeout stuff against righties. His strikeout rate over the last 30 days is 27% against right-handed hitters. Like, he can still strike out righties. So... I just think he's a really interesting large field tournament play that we're probably going to have projected like 3% ownership today. Sorry, guys. My, I he's, my, he's afraid to mute his mic. The mic. With the <laughs> he's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not, <laughs> not hitting the button. Uh, let's talk. I, I gave my thoughts on Elder. Let's talk Yankees bats. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Yankees? I know he's neutralizing right. He's like, I get it. It's just a power bats for me, though, man. Like, Judge Stanton. I don't even mind Bader at the bottom of this lineup. One of their lower strikeout guys at 3,300. You know what, Stevie? I think I'm going to stack the Yankees today. I just – they're like an upside team here because if Elder gets in trouble, like 
the runs are going to come. And I think that's what I'm playing it for. Like, he gets in trouble at the wrong time. and It could be the fourth inning. It could be the fifth inning. It could be the sixth inning. But if he gets in trouble, the runs are coming. So I that, that's why I'm stacking the Yankees. And I, I think we're going to start with Judge and Stanton. And then once again, I just I like Bader at the bottom of this lineup. I've said this on several occasions. My favorite Yankee bat has been Glaber Torres pretty much all season. So I don't hate him. And then, you, you know, DJ LeMahieu's cheap. Volpe's cheap. You know, Higashioka's cheap. Like, there's just enough balance and cheap and expensive bats to make it work. Oh, listen, I, again, like, if I take a shot on playing Elder, I'm probably going to have a Yankee stack on one of my three teams. Like, this might be – I could see it going either way. Yeah. Um, Braves bats love the Braves. Uh, Albies sounds like he's going to be out. Um, he was placed on the 10 day DL about 10 minutes ago. Um, so he's going to be out for at least 10 days. That means we're going to get Lopez likely in this lineup at 2,500, which provides a little bit of value to a Braves lineup um, that has not had much value in it. And, and, and Lopez like, he, was just driving in runs to pick the previous. Dude, I mean, I mean, just could, driving in runs. Can you imagine when you get the phone call and it's like, hey, you've been traded. And you're like, oh, man, I've been traded. All right. You're going to the Braves. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm going to Atlanta. It's like, bro. So so here's okay. how. When can I leave? <laughs> it's not like when. Right. It's not right. when am I leaving. It's when right. can I leave? I, I am so excited. So, um, yeah, man, I, I feel like there's a morale thing there. You're hitting around good hitters. Like, listen, they, yeah. they basically. So this is what they did tonight. Or on the previous slate, they said, okay, we're not going to have Albies. So Nicky Lopez comes in. First of all, Nicky's a low strikeout guy anyway, right? So this actually helps us even more. They just take Michael Harris and they say, hey, by the way, Mike, we're just going to move you up. So he's hitting in the two hole. They bring Nicky down, I think, to the nine hole, a guy that's not going to strike out. So basically what, what we're saying is, Nicky, we just need you to do your thing. Drive in a couple runs, turn this lineup over again. He did just that. I think every time I feel like, you know, every time he came to the plate, there was RBI potential, Stevie. He's batting in the nine hole. And every time you come up, there's RBI potential. Rosario was hitting tonight. Ozuna was hitting. I mean, I don't even think Acuna did much tonight. At least last night, last night I didn't get a chance to watch the whole game. Acuna didn't even do much. Nikki probably drove in four runs. It's insane. So being able to pick this guy up, 2,500. This this is going to open up the nine one two three stack, the nine one two three four stack, or the seven six, seven eight nine one two stack. Like you can just the, the possibilities are endless with Nicky Lopez at twenty five hundred, Rosario at thirty seven, Harris at forty one, Ozuna at forty five. I can almost ignore the big bats. I know I'm oozing with excitement. I thought Nicky Lopez was a good pickup for us. Another low strikeout bat that can play defense. This is this is fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, Olsen and Acuna got on base seven times combined tonight, and Nicky Lopez outscored both of them combined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying. It's just yeah. it's crazy. Oh, uh, the Braves, man. The Braves Ooh. are just they, – they have – they they reached this point a long time ago. Um, Gunnar Henderson just had rope. Anyway, um, they reached this time a while ago where it was just, hey, listen – they're the best team in baseball offensively, and you're just you're just playing them every day. And I mean, we're Severino has been a guy that I've been stacking against all season. <laughs> I am definitely not stopping today. That's for sure. Yeah. 
All right, let's talk about this game. Um, we got Detroit at Minnesota. Eight and a half total in this game. The Twins, a 195 favorite. Fadio against Ober. Um, Alex Fadio, like, he has seen his, like, pitch count increase. He faced Minnesota last time out. Didn't have a terrible game, but didn't have the greatest game. Any interest in him at 7K here? So, I, I don't think I can play him, Stevie, but here's why. The strikeouts are going to be there, but he's also going to give up runs, basically just like his last start, right? Like, he couldn't complete five innings, got five, had five strikeouts, but he just – he was very inefficient. And so – um, he's 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 going to be great for the pick'em sites because I think he's going to come in at four and a half again, and I'm going to be perfectly fine taking more than four and a half strikeouts. But in terms of fantasy points, it's it's a very sticky situation, Stevie. I don't think I can play him at, even at seven K. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna just take the fade here because I I I do feel like he's going to give up runs yet again. Yeah. I don't think I'd talk you off of him in tournaments, like in general. Um, I get it. I I don't think I get to him today. There's other options that I like. Um, I just man, it, it's such it's such one. It's such a tough thing to say. Hey, don't take a shot against Minnesota because they strike out so much. Like, so, well, let, let me say this, Stevie. I'm sorry. I, like, first is I'd rather take Tuki Toussaint than take Faido because Tuki's got a much longer leash and the strikeout upside. If you get what I'm saying, like I just played Tuki. Yeah. I mean, against the Cubs. He's one of the guys that I like today for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other side of this game, Bailey Ober. Getting so much love. This guy is going to project for a good amount, a good healthy amount of points and a good healthy amount of ownership. I don't know if I could play chalk Bailey Ober today at 10 10 2. Like, I like to take, so in my three-entry max, and I talk about this in expert survey every day that I'm on, Monday through Wednesday, I typically will take a stand somewhere. Um, today it was Miles Mikolas. I faded him completely. He was he was chalky. I think he's Bailey been over, bad all season, but we keep we, even against bad teams, he'd be like, he's not yeah. a high strikeout guy. Like, right. him coming out at five and a half today was like free money. I hit that. So fast on every yeah. single pick'em site that offered it. Um, yeah. I took I took less than five and a half on every single pick'em site that offered it. But anyway, um, not to digress too much, but Bailey Ober 10-2. He might be the stand I take today. Like I could go out and throw a good game against Detroit. They're not good. Bailey Ober is 10-2 and he's gonna be popular. This is I think this is the spot I take a stand. I can't say anything bad about him. He's likely gonna go out and strike out seven plus guys. This lineup stinks. They're one of the worst lineups in baseball. They have been all year. I just overall think that I probably go underweight on him or fade. I probably fade him in a three. Um, probably fade him in a three inch max. Yeah, I. So, and Steve, it's not about the game log as much as it is about kind of what he's been most of the season anyway. So. Essentially, he should still dominate Detroit today. He gave up eleven hits in that game, but but the thing is, Stevie, like eleven hits and nine strikeouts. <laughs> yeah, but but Stevie, here's the thing, and and he still finished with fourteen fantasy points because he gave up four runs. The, the point I'm really trying to drive home here is, like, this isn't anything new. Like Bailey over eleven hits, six hits, eleven five seven, 
Uh, he, he doesn't walk a lot of guys mostly, but he's always giving up hits. And so when you're saying, hey, at 10-2, is this a guy that's really going to limit run scoring like Zach Wheeler? Like, to me, Zach Wheeler can limit run scoring. He's going to limit power, keep the ball on the ground. Do I think Bailey Ober is playable today? Absolutely. The strikeouts are going to be there. Can I fade Bailey Ober because I think he's going to have probably some of the highest ownership on the slate? Yes. And I think that's I think that's the the conclusion we're drawing. He's probably going to be one of the highest the highest on pitcher even on a 13 game slate and while the strikeout upside is there, he could easily get blown up. All right, I'm done. Detroit Bats, all of that to say, I probably don't have a ton of interest in the Detroit Bats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. It's like, okay, is Detroit going to come out and give us 11 hits this game? No. I do think they get five or six, right? Like five or six I think is close to, to where we are. Five or six. Um, Minnesota Bats. So as much as I hate Minnesota in terms of strikeouts – I think I take a stab today, Stevie. Like, I don't trust Faido. This team still has power. They, have, they strike out a lot. They've still got some power. Like, Polanco's still here. Correa's still here. Joey Gallo's going to strike out five times, but he could absolutely hit a home run today. Like, this this, this is an interesting spot for them uh, in terms of uh, what they can do with this lineup in terms of hitting for power. I definitely want to get in on some Minnesota stacks today. They're very cheap, Stevie. Like, I can still play top-tier pitching with mid-tier pitching. And I can play Polanco, Correa. I mean, Correa's 4,300. I can play them with Kepler at 33, Larnick at 26. Like, it's just They're too cheap to be facing a pitcher that's not elite. All right, Oakland at – St. Louis, no total out for this game. We have no idea who's pitching for Oakland. I looked everywhere. I can't figure it out. I looked everywhere. Um, so no clue who's pitching for Oakland today. Uh, the question is, any interest in Dakota Hudson at 5,800 going up against Oakland? I'm close, Stevie. I'm, I'm close, but I don't think I can do it. Yeah, obviously, um, down the stretch here, they, they've stretched him out, kind of worked from like a – a reliever, long reliever, two, three inning guy to, you know, trying to stretch him out to throw um, starts here. And he doesn't grade out as like this above average strikeout pitcher, which is concerning. I mean, this dude, doesn't this scream like miles Mikolas 2.0? Like that's what it did yes. to me when I was looking at this. Yes. I was like, I was like Dakota Hudson's 5,800 going up against Oakland. He's going to be popular here. And he's basically the same pitcher as Miles Mikolas, and Mikolas has nastier junk. Um, I don't think I get to Hudson today if he's super chalky. If for some reason we open up projected ownership and he's like 5% owned, definitely changes my thought process a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think if he's chalky here, I just I don't have a ton of interest. Yeah, and I, I almost don't have interest if he's not chalky. So if he's chalky, he's definitely getting the X button. Um, I will say, Stevie, if I had to choose between him and um, let's say Bailey Falter, I'm probably going with him. I'm definitely playing him over Severino, but all in all, I'm not playing him at all for what it's worth. All right, Oakland Bats. Um, 
I kind of like the cheap lefties again. I talked about them yesterday. Every day. Bleday, uh Brown, Butler cracked the lineup. He was at towards the bottom of the order. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely interested in the Oakland cheapies here. Yeah, Bleday and Brown for sure. Top two. Not on the Butler love train, huh? What? I just made those my top two. I know. I'm just messing with these. Listen, he got a $300 price increase today. Um, Lawrence Butler's 2300 instead of 2K today. So, um, yeah. St. Louis, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's tough when you don't know who's starting. Um, either, I think, I mean, obviously, like, assuming that it's nobody, like, that I'm super scared of. I would, I probably have interest here. Um, I read reports that it could be um, Spencer Watkins who hasn't pitched in a long time in the majors. Um, so, I mean, I read a report that it could potentially be him. Um, if it's Watkins, well, Spencer Watkins, he was playing for Baltimore. I think he's been with Baltimore and Houston. I think he's with Oakland now. Um, it, they recalled him today, Monday. Um, and there was a report out that he could potentially start. If he does start, um, ton of interest in St. Louis here. He struggles with command. He struggles with walks. I would have a, a lot of interest in the St. Louis bats. With Watkins starting, and as bad as this Oakland bullpen is, I think this would be a fantastic spot for the Cardinals today. Yeah, more St. Louis, absolutely. Again, I know uh, Goldsmith turned back the clock on the previous slate, Steve. I feel like every time he came up to, for that bat, he was hitting the ball. Uh, and I, I know for sure he hit a home run and stole a base. Like He was doing everything tonight, or the previous slate. So, uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't ever mind Goldschmidt. Um, I don't mind Arenado here. You know, my favorite guy is always, um, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Tommy Edmond. Like that's my guy from his team at 4K. I feel like he's, he's got extreme value here. A uh, guy that hits from both sides of the play. I know I think he hits from the right side a little bit better than the left side, but still like, at 4K, man, I, I love the opportunity he'll have against Mr. Watkins. All right. We move on. We got LA at Texas, eight and a half total on this one. Uh, the Rangers, a 180 favorite, Giolito against Montgomery. Uh, any interest here in Lucas Giolito? No. Like at 10 7, that's way too expensive against this team. Should have been 8K, 8,500 match. If he's 8K, 8,500. I'm in consideration, Stevie, but at this price, X button all the way. Yeah, just it's a price thing for me too. Um, if I'm gonna get this, like if I'm gonna go here, I'm just gonna take Wheeler in a similar type of um, matchup. Yeah, Texas is really good too, so it's not like you're getting a, a bad offense or anything like that. So it had 12 runs last I checked at the recording of this show. 12. Yeah, I, I had a team climbing in the $15 on DraftKings, um, but it had Darvish with with Texas, oh. and he, he just had a bad inning, so kind of got knocked yeah. down a little bit. Happens. Um, Montgomery on the other side of this game, 11000 for Montgomery. Like, these guys are just priced too high, both yeah. of them. Like, we're not no. – like, Jordan Montgomery is above-average pitcher. He's just not a huge, like, ceiling guy. Like, he goes out and he probably puts a quality start together, but – what the heck is he doing with an 11k price tag today? He also should have been 8k, and that's my yeah. issue. Like I'm, I'm not playing paying these elevated prices. Like this is I like don't gas get it. it makes no sense whatsoever why they're yeah. so expensive. Yeah, no way I'm playing these guys. Yeah. Both no, of them. no way. Um, bats. I mean, I respect both of these pitchers. Like on the Angels side, 
CJ Crone is banged up. If he were to come back here, he'd be interesting. Dury's a little interesting. Otani's always interesting. But, I mean, it's not like you're getting a discount against an above-average pitcher. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, see? No, 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 come on. You no, started no, talking. No, yep. No, no. yep. I, I, was, I wasn't talking <laughs> for the show. I was talking to someone else. So I, I, I was really, I had to get something out. I heard your boy in the background wooing a minute ago. Or yeah, uh, it was exactly. a come on. or <laughs> Exactly. Thank you. He's excited. He's not as excited as I am about Brady Singer losing his win just now. But yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Royals so for, bullpen. Ugh. For me, in this spot, like, this is the ultimate Otani one-off spot because I do think Jordan Montgomery is going to get a little bit too much respect today. Like people are going to have sticker shot and they're not going to play him. But that also means that I don't, I don't think they're going to be playing Otani. Like Otani's expensive. I feel like he comes in under owned and I, uh, I'm very interested in Otani today. Like, like very, like way more than usual. I just want chat. Chat is agreeing with me. They're saying that was an awfully long pause. Um, so I had, just I had to tell myself, I'm like, yo, I'm recording. You know this. Like, come on, guys. Just, just throwing it out there um, that chat agrees. But Texas like, side. That's why you can't let kids play, play, uh, you know, Fortnite and uh, Call of Duty <laughs> while you're recording a podcast. Like, they get out of control. <laughs> Oh, uh, I yeah, that's funny. Um, Texas Bats, I mean, this is a, a fantastic offense, top to bottom. Um, tough matchup, man. This is a tough matchup. Like, Lucas Giolito, when he's on, he can have really good games. He definitely struggles more with lefties. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Texas side? All right, I'm unmuted. But it, <laughs> listen, listen, he's in there calling out tactical command stuff. Like, yeah, like come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right um He's yeah, texas, yeah i i, I want to play texas like i don't care who it is um and so texas i do think is probably going to get lower ownership i think lucas giolito is going to command a little bit too much respect here and uh look man marcus simeon i mean he had a game for the ages and if it's still going i don't know if it's still going i mean he was just involved all over the place but stevie Corey seager like to, to me, right, if I'm building, like, an ultimate one-off team, and, well, when I say one-off, I'm saying I don't mind playing Otani and Corey Seager today because I, I've got enough of the pitchers at the bottom that I like. Otani and Corey Seager, to me, feel like a nice little one-day-one, right, or, or one mono e mono today. I can play both of those guys in the lineup. You know, I can – I know we haven't gotten to Tukey Tucson. I can squeeze Tukey Tucson in there, which will reopen up the rest of my lineup, you know. And so I, I just think Corey Seager and Otani both hit home runs today. I'm just going to say that as a, as a hot take. I think they both hit home runs. Now, um, let's get to some of these other guys that that uh, that are in this lineup. Like 
Adonis Garcia, he's expensive. I don't care. I like him. Marcus Simeon, very expensive at 6K. Don't care. Uh, I like him. Um, is is Heim? Are we gonna? We should get Heim. I think we're gonna get him back. I think he came back. He, he should play tomorrow. At least I hope he does. Um, he's thirty eight hundred now, where he was over four K. So that's really good. Um, we've still got uh, Grossman and Jankowski who, who could crack the lineup. So I I, I like these guys a ton. Yeah, Heim came back Sunday with the wrist. He just he got the day off on Monday against the lefty with Garber there. So. All right, with Battle of Chicago, um, yes, the Windy Series. We got the White Sox and the Cubs in in Chicago Cubs Stadium. Eight and a half total here, which assumed to me really kind of screams like probably not dealing with a lot of wind. Um, Cubbies a one seventy favorite. Any interest here in Tuki Tucson? Steve, yeah, I've got plenty of interest in Tuki Tucson. <laughs> Um, the question is how many runs can he not give up to give us some upside? Like that, that's really what it is with him. Like the strikeouts are there. And the crazy thing about Tukey, uh, Stevie, he was with the Braves. Like, well, I, don't, I don't know why we couldn't keep him in the bullpen or something, but he was with us. All right. That was a sidebar. I'm getting off of that. He's 6,900. He's probably got more strikeout upside than anybody under 7k today. Um, so he goes on the list. Like, I think he's still a little bit too cheap for the strikeout upside he has if he if he can manage to not give up runs. Like, we, we're looking at these past couple starts. If he doesn't give up runs, Stevie, like, he he's near 30 fantasy points. Like, near. I'm not saying on, on it, but I'm saying he's, he's getting there. Um, so I I like Tukey here for the price at 6900 and the strikeout upside he has. I think he's going to give up a couple – Let's just not give up enough to like really take your fantasy performance. So just like an added bonus, I was looking at night before wind report for this game, and we're looking at 12 mile an hour blowing in from dead center. Um, so 12 mile an hour blowing in, definitely a, a benefit to the pitchers. Um, so yeah, I mean, Tukey at 6,900, definitely on the list for me today. I think that he's definitely um, in play at 6,900. It's more of like, there's plenty of strikeouts um, in this lineup. Not saying it's a bad lineup by any means. Like they are um, a solid lineup for sure. Boy, so. did they match Barrios the other day when we talked about it, though. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, don't Whew. don't mess with the Cubbies, man. I just I I give them a, an added bonus that like we're getting wind blowing in in this yeah, game. So absolutely, uh, and it Kyle, does matter in this ballpark more than oh, yeah. probably any other. So that's why oh. this, this is very important. Yeah, wind. This is definitely the most um, wind dependent ballpark in baseball. Yeah, Kyle Hendricks, seventy four hundred out of the side of this game. Big favorite, um, decent price tag, pitch count questionable, um, ceiling questionable. Any interest here in Hendricks? No. Yeah, I mean, I I think there's not a pitcher facing the White Sox that I don't think I would have interest in, especially if um, Robert is not in the lineup. He's dealing with that finger injury. Um, missed, I think he missed all the games over the weekend. If he's out of lineup too, it just, it's an overall weaker lineup. It's just Kyle Hendricks is not a, a ceiling guy. Um, five, six innings, a couple strikeouts, generates a lot of ground balls. Um, yeah, overall, I don't think I have a ton of interest in Kyle Hendricks in this spot. Not saying yeah. I have a ton of interest in the White Sox either. It's just, I mean, Hendricks is not a huge ceiling guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
And that's really what it is. Like, I'm not thrilled about Kyle Hendricks at all. So he gets the fade. All right. Um, as I go find the person in um, the chief prop shop on Discord that told me I was crazy for taking Grayson Rodriguez's over on outs, um, I, I got to go find him. Um, talk to me here. What are your thoughts on the Cubs bets? Yeah, so for me with the Cubs, I, I think I don't want to stack the Cubs today. But if you say, hey, well, you know, I want to, I want to consider playing Co- Cody Bellinger today, go right ahead. Like, I, once again, Tukey's not getting out of this game without giving up runs. If he does, it's a miracle. Like, runs will come. I, we just have to hope if we're playing him that there's like one or two or no more than three uh, as long as the strikeouts are there. But Bellinger, man, he's been really good. I don't mind half. I don't mind talking with a guy that strike out a ton. So guys like that, uh, I don't hate. Um, I mean, Candyman is out there now at 4,500, so I, I don't hate him either. Um, all in all, I'm not stacking the Cubs, though. Uh, I'd probably just be playing mini stacks or, or one-off with Bellinger. And I will say, um, I, I was mostly joking about the chief prop shop Discord thing. Um, I do take my L's with the best of them. So, um, I like, I like having some fun too. Um, and I did, I, Michael, you're right. I did my best to, to jinx Grayson Rodriguez on the podcast yesterday, but listen, Hey, if you listen, we all take our L's. Like, I don't like people that, that can only celebrate the wins. Like where where the L's you've got them. Yeah. I mean, we were on it on the podcast yesterday. We obviously missed on Gilbert. We were right about Kelly. We were right about singer Grayson's pitching. Well, so Hey, if you tuned in yesterday, we had some fun. Seattle at Kansas City. Hey, speaking of that game, oh, man, what is the bullpen for the Royals just eating me alive here with Singer? But anyway, today is Hancock. We talked about him potentially pitching yesterday. Lyles pitching for the Royals, nine total in this game. Mariners a 158 favorite. Um, Hancock priced up. He was he was 4K on yesterday's slate when he was projected to pitch. Gets a little bit of an increase here to 5,500. Um, I, I think Emerson Hancock is very much in play today. This is a very talented, um, prospect, uh, Kansas city's lineup, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of holes in this lineup. We'll just call it that. What are your thoughts on Hancock at 5,500? Don't hate it, Stevie. You know, we got him. He faced San Diego, which is a much tougher lineup and was able to go 87 pitches, only gave up two hits, one run, three walks though, right? Three walks, three strikeouts, um, Put up 12 fantasy points. Stevie, if I told you today Emerson Hancock's going to get you 18 fantasy points at 5,500, I think we'd be in. Um, and I feel like I feel like he can get 18. If he can go five innings here and uh not give up a not give up many runs, he should have more strikeouts than what he picked up against San Diego. I'd give him I'd give him at least two more. I'd give him a strikeout per inning, generally speaking, here in this spot against Kansas City. Um, which is mostly what we saw from Gilbert, even though he got rocked today. He was pretty much right on a strikeout per inning. You get a strikeout per inning, he goes five strike, he goes five innings and possibly gets the win, possibly, because they are facing Jordan Lyles on the other side, so they should be able to score a couple couple runs. I mean, you're looking at a real nice fantasy score, so I'm with you. I like Emerson Hancock today at 5,500. I'm in. Um, I'm not playing Jordan Lyles on the other side of this game. Oh, no. Oh, heavens no. He he did work against the Red Sox last time out. I stacked the Red Sox yeah. every every which way in that it's game. It's baseball. 
Oh, baby, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had had him under, I think, 15 and a half pitching outs that game. And when I saw he was like, I don't know, 60 pitches or something through five, I said, God, he's on his way to pitching like eight innings. This is insane. Um, Seattle bats. I have a ton of interest in Seattle today. Like Lyles is very, very hittable um, most of the time, unless you're the Red Sox. So a um, lot of interest here. Obviously, we're going to get some value potentially with Dominic Canzone um, at 2,500. He hit fourth. Um, I would assume he continues to hit fourth. Uh, Marlowe, you know, he got the call up recently as well. So he should hit fifth or sixth in this lineup. So a lot of a lot of potential value here on the Seattle side against a in a very favorable matchup going up against Jordan Lyles. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is a, a very interesting spot for a team that's been pretty high strikeout, Stevie. But Jordan Lyles is, is basically going to neutralize um, what this team, or the K-rates, rather, I would say, for this team. So France should be should be good today. Raleigh should be good. Um, you, you already talked about Canzone. Julio at 56, like, you know, one of their better home run hitters on the team or their best home run hitter. You can play him today around these uh, and, and build these other guys around him. No one else is really mostly above 4K. I mean, I know Eugenio Suarez is 4,300 and Raleigh's 46, but almost everybody else is 4K and under, Stevie. This is a good spot for Seattle. Uh, definitely want to, like I said, take Julio and put some quality guys around him. Um, I just, I, I like this spot. Uh, Kansas City bats. I mean, listen, if you're if you're gonna get some exposure to Hancock, you probably should play the hedge, Bobby Witt, Perez, um, and then maybe a third piece there type build. What are your thoughts on Kansas City? Yeah, I mean Bobby Witt, you can you can play any day right now. Like he's fifty eight hundred and he's just churning out fantasy points. Uh Sal Pal's forty four, I get it. Um I'm just not in the business of stacking Kansas City. So I don't mind their good hitters, but I'm not playing their bad hitters. <laughs> yeah, I mean the top of the order, top of the like top end guys is the guys that I'm definitely way more interested in here. Yeah. All right, Arizona at Colorado. We're heading back to cores. Um I mean Blotch is supposed to pitch for Colorado. I've seen a couple different things, but it sounds like it's going to be a bullpen game for Arizona today. Um, I assume that's what we're looking at. We'll see if anything changes. Like, um, yeah, I, I looks looks like a bullpen game. So tough to break down a bullpen pitcher where it's not really announced anywhere. Uh, any interest in uh, in Ty Blotch pitching for Colorado today? Uh, no. <laughs> My job is just to ask. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's talk Arizona bats. Obviously I have a ton of interest in Walker today. Um, what just him and Tommy fam, Tommy fam's too cheap for a matchup against the lefty in course field today. How about uh, our boys Lourdes though? Yeah. I mean, I like him more righty righty. Uh, I I've always yeah. said this. I feel like he is, he's like one of those guys where he's like a little bit more reverse splitsy. Um, Marino, if he catches, uh, a lot of interest in him in this spot. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. I said mentioned Fam. Fam was the guy that Fam and Walker were the two guys that I had wrote down that like I wanted to make sure that I did not forget. So I didn't forget those guys. But yeah, I mean, really anybody that cracks the lineup, don't forget, don't be afraid to go lefty lefty against Blatch either. Yeah, Stevie. So ironically, I like my boy Perdomo 
better at the bottom of the lineup. Um, in in the nine hole, like this is it, because they've been leading off Corbin Carroll. Like if he gets on base, he's got so much art, uh, a run scoring opportunity. So uh, I, I'm going to be all about it. And then the thing too, Stevie, they've been batting Moreno Perdomo eight nine, and both of those guys are, are per- they've been perfectly fine hitting most of the year. So I, I like that combination at the bottom of the order to kind of wrap it around. Um, you know, you can kind of get creative, Stevie. Like if you're playing um, like a five man, you could kind of go one, three, five, eight, nine, and you still get the, the eight, nine, one wraparound. And so it kind of becomes like an eight, nine, one, three, five. You know what I'm saying? It's so I, I like that for the lineup turnover opportunity. That's one of my favorite, favorite builds for this particular team. I like, obviously, I like the other bats too. Like Marte is exceptional. Guriel, but I'm saying when I'm getting to the bottom of the order with, with Arizona, I like those pieces. Uh, Colorado, tough to break them down with a bullpen type of situation. We should mention Blackman got activated off the IL on Monday, so he's back with the team. Why? <laughs> I know. I don't know. Um, what are your thoughts on the Colorado bats here? I'm just not going to play them. I know, you know, they scored some runs tonight. Don't get me wrong. You know, and that was after mostly after Mer- Merrill Kelly left the game. So I, I get it. But I, I'm not playing Colorado. Man, this team's awful. They're awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. We move on. <laughs> well, okay. So I'll say this, right? Depending it is cool. Like, so you guys know yeah. my thoughts on this game. But. Yeah. Depending on, like, who, crack, who pitches here, um, I would have interest in some of the – Colorado bats like Blackman's 3300 probably too cheap um Rogers is 3300 probably too cheap so like depending on who pitches here for Arizona I definitely have a little bit of interest in in Colorado all right Baltimore at San Diego eight total in this game the Padres are 145 favorite we got Flaherty and Waka facing off against each other any interest here in Jack Flaherty Flaherty has been much better since he's come to Baltimore. Um, and and he, he he has picked it up over the season. Um, I still don't trust him, though, Stevie, against against good teams, like teams that can hit and make him work a little bit. Hopefully the Padres don't let me down. Like, you know, we saw against Houston, you know, ran, ran him up to about 100 pitches in five innings, walked two guys. I think we see something similar here with San Diego. I will say I, I think Flaherty's GPP worthy, but I'm not thrilled about playing. But I, I think for him, I don't even think he makes 20 max for me. If I'm running 150, maybe I get him like 10%. Maybe. I do like what Baltimore has kind of done with Flaherty. They've really kind of simplified what he's doing on the hill. He's throwing fastball sliders and curveballs. He's not really using his changeup or cutter at all. Um his his velocity definitely upticked in the first start start against Toronto. It was up. Um, it was at ninety three point two in the Houston start, which is still an up uptick from like ninety two and a half, where he kind of averaged um, with St. Louis all year. So I think he is okay. If he was a little bit cheaper, like if they entice us with the price a little bit, you know, one of the one of the things that you know Keith and I talked about yesterday with like Grayson Rodriguez was. They enticed us so much with like Rodriguez's $6,400 price tag. Um, if he was a little bit cheaper, maybe. 
I don't think I can get to Flaherty today. I necessarily wouldn't talk you off of him either. Uh, other side of this game, Michael Waka, 9,800. Um, he threw 67 pitches in his rehab start um, at the, I guess that you call it a rehab start. It was one of, one of those like complexes in Arizona. Um, no issues, 67 pitches. Maybe even if he gets like, we'll call it a 20 pitch increase and he throws like 87, 85 to 87. I probably put him closer to like 80 here. Do we do we touch him at 9,800 against Baltimore? Come on, man. That's a big no. Like, not I mean, against Baltimore. And, just and, making sure we're on the same page. Yeah, he's 9,800. That's that's way too expensive. He should have been 7,800 in this spot coming off the IL like this. Just too much. All right. Um, Baltimore Bats. I mean, Chase and Power, Santander, Henderson, Rutschman is where I would go. I'm not – I don't think I'm stacking this spot for Baltimore – if Waka does struggle in his first start off the IL, um, I could see a stack working out. Bro, I love I love this stack today. Like Cedric Mullins is back. Like to me, that's a big deal. I, I just think, man, so much quality hitting now. Mullins, you talk about Santander, uh, Henderson, Rutschman, Stevie. This is th- to me, this is the Braves all over again. Look at the young pitching, how they've kind of come together. Like, and I know they sent Wells down. But he was pitching well. Bradish was pitching well at one point. They just got to get these guys going. They probably need to get a quality, uh, a quality elder statesman pitcher, like we did with Charlie Morton. I know Charlie's been bad down the stretch here recently, but I'm saying like we brought him in, just a, a good, solid veteran clubhouse guy, like. I feel like Verlander might have been good for this rotation or Scherzer, something like that. You know, and, and obviously they probably want to also go to a contender, but we got to find them somebody. All that to say, Stevie, I think this team has a, another good outing. Uh, I really like them against uh, Walker coming off the IL, even though Walker typically doesn't get blown up too much. Um, Yeah. San Diego. Man, I just – I definitely respect Flaherty a little bit more than I did even a month and a half ago. Um, yeah. Do you have any interest here in the San Diego stack? Uh, I don't want to stack them, but I don't. I don't mind one-offs. Like Flaherty's still going to walk some guys. Juan Soto is going to give him massive problems in the first inning, or at least he should. Juan Soto, Stevie, has a higher walk rate than K rate to right-handed pitching this season. Not by much. I think his walk rates like. 18.6, 18.8, and the strikeout rate's like 18 or 18.2. But my point is, Juan Soto should give him massive problems here. I don't hate these lefties. Like, Cronenworth hasn't been striking out a ton against right-handed pitching this season. So I, I, I like those couple, those handful of guys. All right, Tampa Bay at San Francisco. No total in this game. Um, Giants doing Giants things. Sounds like it's going to be Tristan Beck or an opener or Beck's going to open for somebody who knows. This is what they do every single day now. Um, It's the most fun and tilting thing um, ever. Um, So, yeah. And then Little is pitching for the Rays. He's been throwing about 70, 75 pitches. any interest in Lettle here? Well, we did see an increase, Stevie. Like, you know, we've seen him uh, get up to the, this weird 70s, 80s pitch count. Uh, he's 6,800. I don't think I can do it. 
Like I, I would need him to me. I would need him settled in at eighty-five to ninety-five to feel really good about it. I had a uh, I had a Buster Posey bobblehead um, up on my. I have a shelf with like bobbleheads and some race cars. Like whenever I had like whenever I have like a, a huge night in DFS, whether it be NASCAR, baseball, basketball, I, I like buy a bobblehead or a race car. I took my Buster Posey bobblehead down because like i have gotten to the point where i'm just so irritated with the giants that when i see that bobblehead i was just getting frustrated even more um <laughs> so uh i had to i had to take it down i hate what the giants are doing right now um i, I just I, can't, I don't know what the pitching the night before for the giants i'm just gonna start skipping it every day that it's like this bullpen opener situation so um i'm not i'm not touching whoever pitches for san francisco done not not don't care yeah, I'm with you 100%. Buster Posey, one of the guys, one of my biggest nights in DFS ever was Buster Posey. So, he Posey, um, man. I didn't take it out on Buster Posey, Derek. I took it out on the Giants, and I just – every time <laughs> I saw that hat, it was just annoying. But All right, Tampa Bats. Um, I, hey, listen, who knows? Because uh, we don't know who's pitching. Um, you know, Joe from – from right field um, in the bleachers, he's going to come in and pitch for the from the Giants today. Um, what are your thoughts on the Tampa Bats? Tampa's still a, still a quality team, man. I, I I don't know. I haven't read up on the uh, the Franco situation, so I don't know like what's actually happening. But uh, what I can say is this lineup is not better with him out. Um, but they've still got some quality bats here. Um, but I don't think I have to risk it with this team playing in San Francisco bullpen game. I don't, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll have to look into the situation more, but as of right now, I probably don't have a ton of interest in Tampa. Uh, any interest in San Francisco here? No. Yeah. I mean, he, when he struggles, it's with like right-handed power. They don't have a ton of right-handed power because they platoon so much. So, it may maybe like taking a shot on like Jock Peterson chasing a home run with like a, a Peterson or a good game with like Conforto. But I don't have a ton of interest. Uh, this is one of those like rare spots where I wish like Wilmer Flores would crack the lineup righty righty. I know he's uh, dealing with like an ear infection. He was in the lineup. Um, Monday got scratched. So like if he randomly cracked the lineup, he could be an interesting like tournament um home run chase there. All right. Um moving on, we finish out Brewers Dodgers nine total. Dodgers a 200 favorite Hauser against Miller. Uh any interest here in Adrian Hauser at 8k against Dodgers? Oh no. No, 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 no. Don't like that. Hopefully people uh got that reference. I, I hope they no. Wow, what are they doing, man? Some of the pricing on this slate is it's terrible. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Anyway, uh, I'm not playing Houser. I, I mean, Miller. Bobby Miller is someone that, like, 8,500, yeah. 7,900. 7, like, if he was his, like, normal price range, maybe, but 9,300. Like, what are we doing today? Like, so, Steve, here's the thing. He's he could probably actually go out and get twenty fantasy points, but he still shouldn't be ninety three hundred. Like it's just it's just bad pricing today. Like I don't, I, I, we just have to call it how we see it, Steve. It's nothing against the sites. It's bad pricing. The dynamic pricing is it's terrible today. It, it, it's it's awful. 
Uh, I just I I play Pavetta over Miller today, even against welcome, Washington. Welcome to the dark side, my friend. Um, <laughs> do you know, like, do you understand why, like, I had Pavetta written down now? Like, some of the pricing, like, Miller's not a bad option if salary no. cap was not a thing. But, like, Miller at 9,300, like, I don't know. Um, he's talented. It's not like the Brewers lineup is anything like, oh, I'm super scared to play Milwaukee. They're a below average offense. Yeah, um, yeah. He's just 9,300. He should be 8,300. Yeah, it's just one of those spots, man. It's just one of those spots I wish he was a little bit cheaper. Um, any interest in the Milwaukee bats here? Um, not really. <laughs> I mean, and, and, I, and I'm saying that to say Christian Yelich has been much better, like, the rest of the season, Steve. Like, back after the season, he's been much better. Uh, I don't mind one-off Christian Yelich, but I don't I don't feel like I have to play anymore for Milwaukee. Ask me about the Dodgers. Ask me about the Dodgers. Ooh. Hey, late night hammer Dodgers against Adrian Hauser. Let's go Dodgers. Sir, gotta love the Dodgers today. This is, in fact, my favorite team on the slate today. Hands down. Late night hammer probably won't get as much ownership because the Braves are in a good spot, right? And the Braves are playing early. People want to see those fantasy points start to climb. In come the Dodgers, Stevie, who just keep hitting. It, it just feels like every slate now, Mookie Betts is, is doing big thing. You know, Freddie Freeman was on a tear at one point. Uh, it's, it's, you know, th- this is my favorite team on the slate, like hands down. I want to stack the Dodgers in every way I can. You know how I feel about Jason Hayward being in this lineup. He should be in the lineup today um, uh, because because they'll have a, a righty on the mound. And I know Jason Hayward, yeah, he's not like dropping a lot of points, but he opens things up at 2,600, outlets at 3,500. Like, I, I like this team, Stevie. They should be able to put up runs against Adrian Hauser today. So who, who won, by the way? Uh, did the Braves win with Olsen at 168 for eight years? Or did the Dodgers win with Freeman at, what was it, 22 million for seven more years, six more years? Well, what I think is both teams won. All right. I'm just saying, listen. You know I- what I'm saying? Like, everybody, nobody wanted Freddie to leave. But Matt Olsen's been playing better as a Brave than he probably was as an Oakland Athletic. He was never and, bad. He just no, no, wrong, no, I, I know wrong but team I'm, in a tough ballpark. Yeah, and so I, I feel like we did the right thing overall. Freddie got into a good situation. We got a quality bat back. It, it worked out for both sides, Stevie. Like equally, I think, especially this season. You look at the way Olsen's been playing. It's been been fantastic. Who I forget who it was in YouTube chat. Who was sweating the uh, parlay? Um, that needed the Royals when they they won. There you go. Hopefully, um, you hit your parlay. Yeah. Grayson Rodriguez got his out, so I'm a happy person. Um, Will, I don't know if you're gonna hit his uh his under fantasy points tonight, buddy. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but listen, but, but once again, I, yeah, I, I wasn't in the running for that anyway. Like, so I, I was like, hey, everybody else hit your stuff. Like, I'm gonna be fine. Yep, get him out of the game. 
Um, I do not want to see him come back out at 95 pitches. It would be awful. All right. Love the Dodgers. Um, just in case I didn't say that. I mean, Dodgers, Arizona, Atlanta, top end stacks today for sure. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Yeah, give me Tukey, man. That's going to be my cheat guy today for sure. I'm going to go with Nick Pavetta. I yeah. I like Pavetta today. Over 8K to score under 15. There's a bunch of them today. That's very rare to say this the opposite yeah. way. Um, who do you got to that you're going to fade today over 8K? Man, give me Giolito at 10-7. Yep, way too expensive. Um I mean, I I think I'm going to go Waka. I don't trust the pitch count. He's really expensive. Baltimore's a good offense. Uh, I'm going to go Waka. Over 4K to hit a home run, not in cores. Who do you got going yard today? Yeah, I gave a couple already. Um, I, I talked about uh, Seager, and I talked about Otani. I'm going to go with a different guy, obviously, because I already gave those out. Um, not in cores. Give me Adley Rushman at 5,300. All right. I like it. All right. This guy was my beast of the night. I filled in for beer um, in the fantasy bar. On I'll be Monday. filling in tomorrow. There you go. Um, my beast of the night was Matt Olson. He got on base four times. Um, he scored like 10 fantasy points because it was two singles and two walks. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Olson's going yard today, baby. Um, going back to the well, like Matt Olson a lot today. Under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bat that you like today? Oh, man, I got to stay at home here. It's too easy. Give me Nicky Lopez. I had a feeling um, that was coming for what it's worth. Like, yeah. when I was, when I was like, when I was reading the news about Albies, I was like, oh, I know oh, that's coming. Man. I'm going to go to the last game we talked about. James Outman, 3,500 against Adrian Hauser. Uh, like Outman a lot today. Uh, stack, stack to score six or more runs. Who's getting the job done today? Uh, give me the Texas Rangers. All right. Um, Dodgers are my favorite team for what it's worth, but I'm going like, you know, contrary. I like it. Um, I'm going to go Seattle. Um, I really like Seattle against Jordan Lyles today. Yeah, I like that. All right, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? See you tomorrow at 10.30 a.m., folks. Jeff is definitely a guy that comes on almost every time. Jeff, I appreciate you, brother, for uh, coming on and hanging out. And uh, hopefully we continue to help people make some money. We got close today, just so close. Uh, so we'll be, we'll be back yet again. All right, make sure you guys are checking out Take Your Pick'em. I'll be on Grinders Live tomorrow. It's rare, rare Tuesday appearance for me. So if you want my final thoughts on the slate, tune in to Grinders Live tomorrow at 5 Eastern. That's going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. I hope everyone has a fantastic day. We'll be back tomorrow talking baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.